Parshas Bereshis, Tavshin Pei Gimel. In this week's parsha, we have the Chet Eitzad As. It's well known, the question that was asked of the Rambam. How could it be that through doing an Avera, Adam Arishin gained? Meaning, the Eitz was an Eitz of Das Toivera, commonly translated as a tree of knowledge. And when Adam Arishin ate from the tree, he gained or at least that's the simple explanation, he gained knowledge, he gained das. So how can he have gained from doing an Avera? Hashem told him not to do something, and now all of a sudden he's much smarter. And the Ramam answered, to paraphrase, that he didn't really gain, because the eights was an eights of toiv and ra. The eights is the eights of the mixture of toiv and ra. Meaning, before he ate from the eights of das, his mind was completely toiv. And he couldn't relate to things that are lowly. Meaning the person, the Adam, did not have the capacity even for simple taivas of Gashmias, just worldly pleasures and physical pleasures, so much so that he didn't need clothing because it wasn't an issue. We can't even fathom such a thing. It's so hard for us to understand this whole Indian that they didn't have clothing because we're so attached to our guf and we're so conscious of our guf. They were so ruchni and so spiritual and so living in a world of ideas and perceptions and kedusha and spirituality that the guf didn't even, they didn't even notice the guf. It wasn't an issue. And that's what it means that they didn't have to have clothing. When they ate from the Eitzadas, they became more physical. They became more attached and more able to feel and perceive their physicality and thereby became a mixture of toiv and ra, because now they're not completely toiv. Their mind before was completely toiv. Now you might ask if their mind was completely toiv, how did they fall for the nachash and how did they do the chait? That's a good question, and it's a conversation for a different time. But inasmuch as they ate from the eight sadas, they became, their minds became a mixture of toiv and ra. And that's the world that we live in. We live in a mixture of toiv and ra. So much so that our guf can confuse us in what is toiv and what is ra. Meaning we could have ideas and we could know the Torah and we could know what's demanded of us and we could have a very clear idea on what we're supposed to accomplish and which direction we're supposed to go and what's good for us and what's not good for us. And yet at the same time, our guf and our yitzahara and our nevashah bahamas can convince us that other things will be good. They can convince us that eating something that we shouldn't eat will be good, or saying something that we shouldn't say, or seeing something, or wasting time. They can convince us that all of these things will be good for us. And that's where the Yitzhahara gets us. He gets us in the world of confusion. The Rashab, the fifth Lubavitcher Rebbe, has a country called Kuntris Umayin, Yoytimi Beis Hashem, Kuntris Umayin. And there he explains all of the shtusim that the Yitzhahara could lead us to. Because in Adam Chayta Elim Kenechus Beruach Shtus, a person doesn't do an Avera unless they're under the influence of a Ruach called Shtus. Because every Avera is a Shtus. Because the person doing the Avera obviously thinks he's going to gain something from it. Maybe he'll gain physical pleasure, maybe he'll gain financially, maybe he'll gain in self esteem, he'll feel better if he says something about someone else. He'll get his anger off his chest if he gets angry. There all, all, there's always some sort of rationalization why this is good for me. And that rationalization is in essence a shtus. It's a stupidity. Because in the real realm of toiv and ra, that good is not good. It's ra. But the Yitzhahara could convince him that this is called 
Toiv, and that's the Ruach Shtos. And that's the way that we live once we were affected by the Eitz So the Rashab says that now that that's the situation, how can we combat that? So there's really two ways. One way is using the Seichel, using the Nefesh Elokeis and the Seichel, and understanding our ideas. But like we just said, when the person is under the influence of the Guf and the influence of the Nefesh of Bahamas, there's a Shtus going on. A Shtus means like irrational. It's like a drunk. It's like an addict. The shtus means that you're not dealing with something rational. So what are you going to do? You're going to talk to it rationally? So if a person is an elevated person and he's a spiritual person and he has a very, very strong mind and a very strong nefesh alakis and he's very naturally erlich or he's worked out to the fact that today he's very erlich, so then his nefesh alakis and his seichel will be strong and it won't let him fall into the shtus. But most of us are not like that or at least on some Measure, we're not like that. In our area of struggle, we're not like that. In our area of struggle, even though we know what's wrong, we keep falling for it. So says the Rishab, the Eitzah against that is what's called a Shtus Diktusha. Because now that we are susceptible to irrationality, we have to combat that with an irrational Kedusha. And we have to make a decision with ourselves that this that we decided that we're going to do we don't, I don't care. I don't, you can convince me that anything else is good. And it's not good to keep to my decision that I wanted to do this thing. It's not good to keep to my decision that I wanted to wake up early. My body and my mind are convincing me that it needs to sleep and it's going to affect my whole day. And I'm going to be angry later and frustrated because I'm going to be tired and not going to be able to think clearly. And those are all things. I can't listen to any rationale because I am irrational to the side of Kedusha. I'm irrationally stubborn and action and not rational, and that's called a shtus tiktusha, because you don't, and you be just as irrational and stubborn as the Yitzhahara is. And if combat this ability to be convinced of things which are irrational to the Tzadhara with an ability to use the Kayach of being irrational to the Tzadhatoyev. And we can be stubborn and irrational in the way of Kedusha. And what happens is, over time, if that of being obstinate and stubborn to the Tzad of Kedusha pulls itself through enough, that will lessen the strength of the Nevesha Bahamas. It'll lessen the strength of the Yitzhahara. It'll lessen the strength of the Gulf, And it'll give us the capability now to start thinking clearly. And then to use our mind, like we said before, that there are those that can just use their mind and their, and their seichel and their thinking to decide what is good and what is not good. And they're able to follow through on that because they're not affected by the shtus of the Yitzhahara. So the way today, after Chet Eitz to combat Shtus of the Eitz of Ein Adam Chayta Elim Kenechas Beruach Shtus, is with the Koyach of Shtus of Kedusha. And Shtus of Kedusha means to be an action, and to be stubborn, and to follow through no matter what, with no excuses on whatever it is that I decided that is toiv and that I want to do. And this is very, very important in Shabbos Bereshis. Because we just went through a Yom Naraim, and in the Yom Naraim we were on fire, and we were excited, and we were, we felt halig, and we felt close to Hashem, and in Simcha's Torah, we felt the Simcha of being a Yid, and living in the Sukkah, and dancing with the Torah, and we're coming off such a high, but many times the Yitzhahara lets us play out that high, and then he gets right back to work, and he says, you know, we don't have time for this, and we have to work, and we don't have so much time to learn, and, and if you don't eat, you'll be hungry, and you have to go, go here and go there, and, and waste your time, and all sorts of things start playing with our mind, and then we lose our achlat to learn more, we lose our achlat to wake up on time, we lose our achlat to, to, to control our mouths, not to say Lashon Hara. And, you know, those are the common examples, but everyone has their own examples, and on and on and on, and it starts to ebb away. 
And the way to battle that is to be an action on the side of Kedusha. To be an action and irrational and whatever I decided I'm doing and I'm following through and I'm pulling through no matter what. And with time, that will affect that even our minds will become clearer and more susceptible to the messages of the Nefesh kiss and the Edelkeit that is necessary to make the proper decisions. But it all starts with a Shtus de Kedusha. Good Shabbos.